Bruce Wayne may appear to be a wealthy playboy, but beneath this facade, his true identity is that of the Batman, waging an endless war against crime. Join the Caped Crusader in Batman The Audio Adventures, the first scripted audio original featuring Batman and his villainous rogues gallery in a world premiere story of life and death in Gotham City, debuting exclusively on HBO Max. This rollicking adventure told across 10 episodes is written and directed by Emmy winner Dennis McNicholas, includes devilishly delightful original music by Doug Bossy, and performances by Rosario Dawson, John Leguizamo, Chris Parnell, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Meyers, Jason Sudeikis, Brooke Shields, Fred Armisen, and many, many more. Go to hbomax.com slash Batman Audio Adventures for more and stream Batman, the audio adventures only on HBO Max. Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe and Spider-Verse. I think I've made this joke. Uh, yeah, I think it, made, made it, three. It, it. I do also feel like I, I, I texted y'all a great joke last night. It was maybe SNL worthy. Um, and that was Come while on. we were talking about the box offices movie and how it's really good. And it's even beyond what the COVID thing is. And I said that the C in MCU is COVID proof. And I thought... That's got to be on Weekend Update. Come on. I think someone liked the text, so you, you were on the right track. I mean, I also think that Shang-Chi didn't do this, but this is good. That's true. That, 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 you that, think, you think Black still, Widow did okay? That's still part of my joke, though. The C is COVID-proof. COVID-proof, yeah. The, the two highest-grossing domestic films, the both MCP MCU movies. You. Right? All right, anyways, my name's Emmanuel. Hey, I'm Andrew. What's up? It's John. And before we get too far into it, alert. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, okay. Spoilers. <laughs> Alert. Amber. I thought the purge, like, you know, the thing was about to come up like that. Do you think that when um, uh, John Hammond went into that mine at the beginning of Jurassic Park and got the mosquito, he got an Amber Alert? Because <laughs> it's an Amber. He invented it afterwards? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, he gets a yeah. different alert that says, hey, we found another mosquito. It's crazy how much blood is in those mosquitoes, huh? West yeah. Nile. Okay, <laughs> all right, we're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, the record-breaking crossover, I don't know if you know what to call this, it's a movie, for sure. <laughs> it's Mar- That's true. <laughs> it's Sony and Marvel and Disney's giant, uh, hot, hot, steamy, spider-webby <laughs> movie, event, yeah, event like, movie. Yeah. Um, that came out. So I hope that um, now we've been talking for two minutes. Hopefully you have left if you haven't seen this movie. <laughs> but honestly, it feels like uh, most everyone has, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, there's if you still... haven't seen this movie, then you probably didn't want to see it. Yeah. Come on. Well, it's also it's just like, it's maybe crazy. they just they want to be safe in the surge of a new variant happening. That's true. Uh, I went to the Matrix yesterday and it sold the And he's out. sick. And it was sold the fuck out. It was an IMAX theater. Well, here's the other thing. We're all boosted. We're vaxxed and boosted. We're V and B. So we are less likely for, I guess, serious illness. Symptoms, yeah, I guess. So, I mean, yeah. hopefully, this is a knock on wood here. Even, <laughs> like, even, just like even the they're, orange they're guy. They're going to play said this it. next week. And we're gonna, um, yeah, even, even the, the orange guy. guy. The orange buffoon himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> the big orange bastard. The, the, the number one on the call sheet of Home Alone 2 said it <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, of course, if you are taking it easy, being safe, 
We'll listen, earmark, bookmark this podcast and listen to it later. When yeah, when, when it's on Disney Plus, The Matrix is on HBO Max. Yeah. We're going to be covering that. I was on my Apple podcast. TV and No Way Home is already there, and I was like, "What?" And you click on it's for pre-ordering. It's for pre-ordering. But I was like, yeah. "Damn!" Yeah, they're trying to get it's that quick. money right now, baby. Yeah, what are they guaranteed sales? Why baby? do they want it now? Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. we're talking about No Way Home. This is full of spoilers. We have a spoiler-free discussion that released last week, immediately after we watched the film. So you can listen to that to get a little. T- Taste, but you're about to get full tonight. It's not about tasting tonight. It's about eating. Gulping. Okay, good. What? What? Gulping. What the fuck? <laughs> gulp, 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 gulp. I would make a different noise, Double. but someone's gonna cut that to be something else. <laughs> I feel. Um, but let's go around the horn. I guess we've all seen it multiple times by now, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, I saw it twice. I saw it once. So we we recorded just for the, the listener here. Um, we recorded our first thoughts like Directly literally after. right after we saw it. And then I think we all each went to go watch it. It was like Thursday on like 3 o'clock, 3 p.m. Like yeah. showing. Afternoon. After. Yeah. So we both saw it. I think all of us saw it the day afterwards, too. And or you guys saw it the I day it the of. Day, twice like, the day twice of. Twice the day of, yeah. And I don't also, even remember. You also saw it again, right? Didn't you, Devin? Like so it all comes time? together. Yeah, I watched it on the weekend. I yeah, don't know. Third time? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Damn, all these, all these screenings are just like, I don't Who knows how, how many times I've seen it. I might have been dreaming, too. The he was movie. Asleep, he was asleep during the Eternals. Don't tell people that. Ouch. What? Anyway, but yeah, we have seen it multiple times, so I guess we're ready to talk. Spoiler fool. If the shit. movie was if if the movie was good, it would have kept me awake after twelve <laughs> hours of being awake and walking around. <laughs> it's true. If the movie was good, you're the one who wanted to walk around everywhere. Sorry, Ubers are expensive. Sorry, guys, we're 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 having a domestic fight. <laughs> we're gonna wait, have to pause. You, wait till we're gonna take a little break. <laughs> Like go my hand, um, Andrew. What? Uh, what? I mean, I feel like part of going to watch it multiple times was to have that communal thing. Because obviously, we're, we can watch it a hundred times once it's on Blu-ray. But there's not going to be a hundred people in that room, vaxxed and boosted, uh, screaming and hollering. <laughs> Is that kind of why you wanted to go back and, and watch it again, Andrew? Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah, and that's why I kind of wanted to see how the jokes were going to land cuz uh, the first time everyone's just pure emotion and raw emotion and i mean granted it was it was the same day, day. so it's premiere day uh, i watch it twice cuz we catch an early showing and um yeah it was it was i i just wanted the reason i watched it a second time was i wanted to make sure that i liked it not just for the nostalgic value yeah and uh, the, a lot of that's you know there's a lot of uh, movies that kind of capitalize on that in today's time um, whether you know they've had a movie in the past or it's an IP that's just been around for forever that's finally getting a movie. A but... lot of really old movies getting sequels this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, I wanted to make sure it wasn't just that. Uh, but after watching it the second time, yeah, I was able to confirm that while it's not the best Spider-Man movie, I think still um, it it arguably is your is will be a bunch of people's favorites. Yeah, it's definitely a favorite watch. It's one of the most fun Spider-Man movies that they've ever made. And of course, it's kind of just a groundbreaking thing because of what, what it happens. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, well, this is something that we haven't seen uh, in, in a long time. Well, I'll kind of recap my thoughts and we'll go around the horn again. I feel like we've talked about it quite a bit, but it's an incredibly fun movie. Mm-hmm. It pays off a lot of the nostalgic stuff that you might be expecting. And... Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the fact that it isn't just 
self-referencing uh, stuff that you know they know will get a ton of uh, you know applause, even though that happens quite a bit. We'll yeah. talk about a lot of these mm-hmm. one-liners and connections, and even just like similar situations <laughs> in a weird way. People getting stabbed the same way people get stabbed in other things. But I actually was really surprised how uh, deep this is, and kind of how tragic this is, and how it really brings Peter Parker back to or Tom Holland's Peter Parker at least to that tragic kind of um, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde struggle between being a superhero and being a regular person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, gosh, this guy, we we got a little taste of it. Speaking of taste and gulping, uh, we got a little taste of it with Tony Stark and that kind of devastating moment. And you get that more here. These, he, this guy's messed up, huh? <laughs> um, but it, I surpri- I'm surprised at how much I cried and how meaningful those cameos ended up being. And I wouldn't even call them cameos. Those are... Supporting kind of roles. supporting yeah. roles in this movie, and I thought that was really, really special. But we'll dive into it and stuff. But John, um, just to recap your your thoughts on on Spider Man before we gulp. Uh, yeah, watching it the second time was. Um, I feel the same way about when what Drew said. I kind of like I needed to see it again, also mainly for the fact that I didn't know if I got everything the first time because there was like you know stuff that you're in awe of. It's a lot to gulp. Yeah, it's a lot to gulp the first time, so you don't you may miss some stuff. And you, Some of it's uh, coming out of the sides of your mouth, maybe coming out your nose. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's just like, sorry. Um, it, yeah, it was it was just a lot to take in that first time. So you don't, sorry, I'm still thinking of your joke. But it's a lot to take in that first time. So like, you don't really know if you're, you know, also people, when we saw it that first time, it was like a full theater. You know, people were, I was missing lines because people were cheering during right. shit. Yes, we know. Yeah. I was cheering. <clears throat> you brought you brought your cane and you were like waving it in the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saying a fucking football game. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Be quiet, <laughs> god damn it. Um, but no, I think everything still worked the second time. I think there's like, you know, um, again, the movie is incredibly enjoyable. It is very... You kept saying it's a fun movie, and it is a fun movie, even though it's very emotional and very, like, you know, it's the darkest entry for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. But the way, you know, even still, like, thinking about it now, like, I'm in awe on how much of that works. Like, all the nostalgic factor, the the arc, the, the current arc that Peter has, and, you know, and then the way they fit in, like, you know, really cool moments with the supporting cast, like Ned and um, Zendaya. uh, Zendaya's character, MJ. Um, yeah, everything shouldn't. It should be a mess, and I guess it does get a little messy towards the end of the movie, but it is a very neat mess. Like, it's very it's very fun to watch, and it's like, I kind of want to rewatch it again. Like, that's how good it is, or that's how enjoyable the experience is. Like, you just can't keep away from it, especially, you know, towards, you know, when it comes to those, the I guess the, you know, since this is a spoilerful episode, when it comes to the cameos, um, you know, that makes it, you know, you just kind of... When you're watching it, you don't know if you're having like you know uh, if you're actually watching what you're watching. You yeah, know, it's, it's a like too good to be true type of moment. They're really meaty parts and meaty yeah. scenes and full like moments, and you're like, whoa, damn! And it's, it kind of surprised me that it was around like shared trauma. Yeah, it's like whoa. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it, and it, everybody seems to be kind of having a good time. Um, McGuire aside, and he kind of looks a little dry for the role, but like you, t- you told me he he didn't lotion up. Yeah, he's not, he's not moisturized for this in this movie. Um, it was like, yeah, it was it's still a load of fun. Like, I think it's the movie. It's cool that it's getting. It's a little weird, actually, not cool, but I guess it is cool that it's getting all this attention and lots of people are going back to the movies to see it. This is really an event movie. Like, it's gonna surpass, I don't know, Endgame or something. 
it's because of like the amount of money it's making. It's a little odd to have that because other movies are being pushed out, literally sometimes pushed out of the out of the same slot that they're. People I mean, are we're, we're talking about new releases by big directors getting one one hundredth of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had heard that Lots someone online, someone had said that they got their ticket to Nightmare Alley refunded because their theater was like, we need more Spider Man showings. Um. But, I mean, overall, the movie is... I think that's where, where we're kind of, like, confused is because the movie is good. And, I, you know, it's really yeah, fun. Yeah. And... Um, we're glad people are watching it, I guess. Yeah, and it's literally the best, probably, Marvel movie that they've put out in a while, which is kind of weird because every time Marvel does things, it almost seems like, this is better than the last shit. This is better than the last shit. But in this case, I mean, it's like... I thought Shang-Chi was, like, mind-blowing, and this is, like, whoa. And for such a, like, a weird and safe character like Spider-Man, too, so... Yeah, insane for sure. Andrew, what were what are your what are your thoughts? You can get a little spoilery if you want to, um, a little more specific. Um, yeah, I really. I mean, you can listen to it on on the the first podcast. Yeah, I really really dug it um, both times uh, for sure. I think that, like the way John said, a lot of the fan service sometimes could be a little much in certain things that we watch today. Where you know that's not you know I'm sorry uh, Snyder cut a little bit where it's like damn like this is like fan service at its fullest because like the fans literally funded this whole thing oh, I like see what you're saying. Yeah, there yeah. was like a movement and stuff like that and so I was like damn to me that was a bit much and kind of ruined the movie a, a little bit for me um, so to speak which is ironic because without that fan service the movie would have never happened etc cetera, etc cetera. but um, this so it's, was- it's a classic chicken and the egg. Yeah, yeah, and so it, it's really crazy, especially hearing all the rumors, and because pe- uh, people expected surprises, but there were surprises that I think no one, you know, Charlie Cox being in there mm. as Daredevil, and you're like, damn, like they're, they're straight up not going to explain, and you know, if you haven't seen the uh, Hawkeye, um, so I'm not going to say stuff about the finale, but obviously, you know, you uh, it's a bigger Mar- deal than yeah, and, and I mean, Marvel, Marvel kind of waits a week, and then they kind of just post it on all their social media, where yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio was back as Kingpin. And so you're like, holy shit, like this is like it's really happening. Like they're they're really picking and choosing all the best parts of the previous Marvel iterations and kind of slamming them together in like a DC kind of move where DC usually has like a million timelines going on and then there's one big mega event that combines all the cool parts of every timeline into one. And so um in a sense that's that's kind of what's happening here, which it's it's really, really mind blowing to kind of see the live action spider-verse um happened here um i saw a meme yesterday that was like the guy who said the joke and it's into the spider-verse and the guy who said the joke louder yeah which is uh, uh no way home well spider-verse is kind of uh kind of paying homage to the comic book i think and like the 2d animation and stuff and right. this is the non-parker on. characters yeah like, and yeah. this is all about the cinematic when universe it, of, mm-hmm. of spider-man but at the same time it's also the like some of the most comic booky that we've ever seen like spider-man become in a live yeah. action where like doctor strange is in this and you get um, electro with his uh his, yeah. his fun his fun stuff <laughs> yeah and i mean like you get um you get all the villains from from all the other movies uh coming out and stuff like that so it, it you know the, uh, it literally from a bunch of different dimensions so it, it's just crazy to kind of find that balance and in between to not be uh much and it, it, it all works and um granted I, I don't think it, it i don't think it has pacing issues or i don't think it dragged but i just think that it's such a there's just so much packed into it that by the end of the second viewing i was kind of exhausted yeah where i was like holy shit like the man uh-huh. uh, it's just it's like, also a long movie too like you it's a long movie yeah yeah and and how couldn't you be when you have to you know have to explain so much of it and and it's 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 asking a lot of i think the audience too because i think at one point we're like there's no way there can be a multiverse of things like it's going to confuse people it's gonna you know it's gonna put people off and stuff like that so the fact that marvel is not only feeling it out as they go 
and um but doing it successfully is just really really insane um and you know uh, and you you put together the cast and you're like holy shit Marissa Tomei <laughs> Willem Dafoe Alfred Molina Jamie Foxx Tom Hardy um you get you know um Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire and you're like holy shit this is like an all-star level type of yeah. Uh, of, you know Thomas Hayden Church, and, and we talked about you know Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield yeah. having meaty parts, but all of them have very kind of succinct and, and important roles and in I this think movie. That's what's so mind blowing is that like they, they not only do they pack you know that's why it's, it's a long movie, but um, not only do they pack so much, but every character gets an arc, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just crazy because and that's why that's that's why I think it feels like an Avengers movie or something like that because it just feels like you're you're um, it's this big team up movie yeah. and you know Doctor Strange jokingly you know says Scooby Doo this shit and it's always a team effort when it you know Scooby Doo and stuff like that so yeah it's um it, it's just crazy and I, I can go on and on about it but I, I'll let you go well, it's, it's groundbreaking definitely like it's n- nothing like this has ever been attempted and, like, and to, to, the, the closest I've ever seen it is Doctor Who when they bring the doctors back and you're like holy shit there's five yeah. doctors that, like these actors that have this but that's like the same show like as opposed to this is like a rebooted and version this, and of these a are different, different movies yeah, yeah they, all these different iterations and yeah it's just crazy to see the amalgam uh, come together and um, you know, there's a lot of rumors that were going around and a lot of them ended up being true. And, you know, Andrew Garfield having the redemption and saving uh, MJ, in the, you know, instead of uh, Gwen Stacy. But yeah. it just has so much love uh, for the character of Spider-Man. And that was so much of my what what I disliked about the first two Tom Holland movies. It, if you listen to that uh, Tom Holland episode. Um, I think me and Lex just kind of rung in on like, man, it's too Tony Stark centric, and uh, it's not even Tony Stark; it's Robert Downey Jr. Because Robert Downey Jr. doesn't really act; he just is Robert Downey Jr. on, yeah. on film. Um, so it's uh, it's just it's, it's <laughs> that's just bold. Yeah, well, and like then that's why like sorry, did, do little didn't work. I guess you got to be yourself in another movie so that it, for it to work or something. But um, I guess the Sherlock Holmes movies do okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's just Chaplin, and you know uh, that's Chaplin. why I wanted to move on from there. And it, it's it's they, it does it with this movie. It even feels like a fresh start, giving him the comic accurate suit and yeah. having him forget everyone forget who he is. And kind of does no, this reversion at the end too. No, no connection. Everyone forgets and, him. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, man, he's listening to the police scanner. He's in the shitty apartment. He, he made his own costume. Swinging he's... in the snow of New York, where we didn't even get that in the first one. Yeah. And now it's, it's like literally blue silk, and it, it's just at the very end. It, and it feels <laughs> crazy to to like just be scratching the surface with someone who fought Thanos on Titan, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, holy shit! Like, and you're just doing like getting into like uh, you yeah. know what what he can do. It's pretty um, insane. Well, let's talk a little bit about Tom Holland's character before we dive into. Oh my gosh, everyone else who's in this movie, but you know, at this point, he has you know been a part of the Avengers. But it's actually really That's interesting. Great. What is that? Yeah, it's actually <laughs> interesting how much it's not that referential to that, especially when that moment, like, we don't know. And they just throw it away. Well, and they are, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's something that, that Marvel does really, really well. The they Infinity don't... Stones in Loki's desk where it's like, they're depowered. They yeah. don't work here. And so... we kind of, you know, we talk about, we just talked about a Revenge sequel, but Afterlife does the almost opposite of this where everything is like Bible, you and, know? And so on the nose. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is such a very beautiful and special and important thing and Marvel kind of Deadpools it a lot more and you're like get Harold Ramis off the screen <laughs> no come on but I think that that's I think what's really special um, about this movie and I, I mean there's so much craziness that happens in this film that we we like I don't the, think we can cover all of it we in this can't podcast. because the yeah. Doctor Strange Spider-Man fight would be a finale of a movie but it's just the Disney first it's, it's the just, end of the first the act. end of the first act it's just literally one the of the inciting act, incidences yeah. 
But that was a, like um, a, a, an that, amazing thing. That part's to gonna see. be in so many math teachers' rooms where it's like, uh, oh where yeah, says, use the math. Uh, you know yeah. what's better than magic? Yeah, math. And you're like, oh shit, that's gonna be on so many. Uh, Stem a lie too. Yeah, what? <laughs> magic <laughs> is better than math. Well, because math explains the magic. Yeah, uh-huh. I, but uh, that's but also magic that's... can mean two plus two equals five, like Orwell <laughs> said. I would say that's Honestly. the most MCU part of the movie: the fact that, of course, Doctor Strange is creating the spell yeah. and they mm-hmm. fight, and then, of course, at the end, he kind of fixes everything in an interesting way. But beyond that, it really is even an interesting choice to have no villain in this movie. There's there are villains in this movie, but in reality. Um, all of the Spider-Men are just trying to fix them and their chemical imbalance and their whatever it is, or their, you know, the, the thing that makes them supernatural and makes them dangerous. And even then it's kind of an interesting movie because there's not actually a, like a, a, a single person who's, you know, trying to do the, the big bad. He's just trying to solve, you know, some, some inherent problem in these people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, that is really different as opposed to like, a just, yeah. I mean, it still lends itself to being like that device is obviously a way to get all these villains together and fight in almost like a sinister six type of fashion. Yeah. 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 And there's obviously that helps you introduce MacGuffins, which are all yeah. the antidotes that <clears throat> you have mm-hmm. like six of them, five of them now the or something. Dr. Strange box. And yeah. The magic box. You got the box. What's in the box? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a <yeah>. spell. <laughs> a spell. Um, yeah, this movie is like, yeah, there's just so much to one i guess we should go down the the cast list before we you know move on to anything else we um, got martin star returning no i'm just kidding you want oh, to yeah, you get, i mean martin you get star, cameos right. of all you're the, starting uh, with martin star. Well, it's just because like man and that's because a lot of that cast is what made the first two movies special oh yeah for sure and they're so, kind of pushed back yeah and because you have these other six villains and you have fucking three spider-men and shit like that but um yeah and that's why i wanted to give them a shout out where it's like hannibal Barres is there and yeah you get um uh what's flash it? yeah flash uh, uh dj jb smooth is in there um, yeah yeah and uh betty brandt is, is in there in the background exactly. is in there too yeah, she's uh she's this the, is, the reporter the, you know the, you're right because the first two and this is kind of maybe one of the things with all of the other well really just andrew garfield and toby mcguire's is they graduate from high school that period of their life is over quickly immediately yeah and in and the first two films you know he was in the avengers but it, they're all pretty much set in that during uh, his high school years. In that high school years, there's a lot of angst. He's still going to class and on field trips. He has to make get a GED at the end of this movie. At the end of the movie, <laughs> he has to get a GED. But I think this is the graduation uh, in terms of his education, but also <laughs> in terms of him becoming kind of the Peter Parker that we've kind of known or, or yeah, that seen. That's a little bit more familiar than the... And I guess the high school one is very familiar to people who grew up with the original Spider-Man comics yeah. and um, the ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. But, yes, that's, you're right. That struggle. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, because that's where... Life. I think that's, like, central to the Spider-Man character. I think I had said that when we, re- we recorded the No Pod Home episode, is that Spider-Man, to me, was kind of a weird hero because at the time, I didn't really like being a teen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just... There was a lot of struggling in there, so... Don't want to be a kid. Or an adult, <laughs> no in between. Just jump in. Just jump into like, wait, what are we? Where are we going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> you didn't like being a teen. But anyway, um, but I like. Yeah. I love being a tween. But you know, like as you know, tween. and then seeing that like Spider-Man, the character itself, lends to like those type of struggles that makes that character very human is yeah. pretty cool. Um, you kind of felt that a little bit in the previous two movies, but really, you really feel that. It's, First one, I think, in particular with the homecoming. Yeah. Um, the Michael Keaton scene is just so great. So good. Um, um, but in this one, you really do get it. Like, real, like you know, it's just like... it's it's it, He kind of steps into the 
the complicated role of being a hero, especially one that has an identity. Because we talked about, uh, I think, earlier, maybe in the Tom Holland episode, so many of the MCU characters have no identity problems. Like, Hawkeye is getting recognized on the street. Yeah, yeah. NBD. Mm-hmm. And this movie is all about... Iron Man about, has a mask, but people know it's him. Yeah, it's Tony Stark. Yeah. But this movie is all about him trying to keep these parts of his life separate, which is honestly a pretty Peter Parker thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like the first film, he, wanted, he wants to be an Avenger, and then he has to deal with, you know, trying to get that mantle from Tony Stark. And then this one, it's, it's kind of like he makes the choice. At the end of the movie, he's forced to. But he makes the choice to to kind of make a huge sacrifice mm-hmm. and become a superhero. So I think it's cool for the evolution of Tom Holland, and it's really unique to him. I feel apart from the other origin, you know, stories that we've seen, it's a very unique way of getting around it. It may have taken a little longer, and it might have been a little. It almost feels like a reboot, right? A little a bit soft. Like, well, it does reboot. kind of feel like it's not a soft... hard. Well, because like you know, he's it's getting there. You literally don't have anybody who knows who Peter Parker is anymore in this universe. Like you know, they know who Spider Man is. Well, so yeah. He's not going to college, right? Because they're gonna be like, hey, uh, there's no public record of you being here. Yeah, so no money. The Avengers won't even know who he is. It's kind the of Avengers a, will know who Spider Man is, but they won't know who Peter Parker. Is. Yeah, that's, that's right. The cool yeah, thing. That's true. Yeah, but so I like, think it also you're right. Like he can do the thing where he's taking pictures of Spider Man and yeah, he can selling do that them. Yeah. It's it's. But I feel like it's gonna be so because he's lived a damn whole life. Yeah, you know, and nobody knows, and I just feel really weird about all of the relate. You know, even if he, he if he comes into slight contact with Avengers or with MJ and Ned, which we know is going to be happen. Yeah, There's three ha- more movies. It happens with Happy Hogan too. It, with, with Happy Hogan, but it's like going to be devastating. It is, yeah. Kind and, of as an audience member and as him to be like, I've fucking saved the, you know, well, like I've, I've done think, so much for you. But I think him knowing the Avengers like that prevents him from being a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Because and then there's always that question where it's like, hey. Uh, where the fuck were the Avengers during this well, movie? Yeah. And well, so it's it's easier here. I've, I've realized, because Hawkeye is happening almost concurrently with this, almost in the same spot, really, because they even fly. he flies through Rockefeller Center right before, spoiler alert, Hawkeye brings the tree down. Um, but I I think I've realized that they've the, the thing that they've decided to do to make it not a, you know, uh, Avengers-level event is just make them temporally short. This whole movie takes place in 12 hours. Right, this, yeah. Uh, and No Way Home. And Hawkeye takes place in two days. So I think that's how they're keeping things, especially in New York, kind of separate, is there's just not enough time to call the Avengers. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. Because you're right. Like, if there is uh, the giant, you know, if at, at the Statue of Liberty, there's seven villains fighting. That's an Avengers of a They're going to call someone. Yeah. yeah. But if it's all happening in an amount of time and then everyone forgets who Peter Parker is... Okay. Do you think they're it's just fine. watching the news and like, oh shit, there's three spots? No, they got this. It's like, kind of like, <laughs> I, I just think it's you know it's their problem because they want it to be a shared universe for Marvel to kind of be like, okay, like how do we keep the lines from crossing? But so far, it seems like all they're doing is making things happen in sh- like tiny, tiny spurts of time. And we'll see how far that goes because you know Fantastic Four is set in New York. Like, there's a lot of things yeah. that are about to come to New York, and uh, you know maybe everything will be 24 style. Real, like you know, it's taking place in real time. Yeah, that happened yesterday, and then like what happens? Yeah, there's just stuff happening. Isn't that the Falcon, the Winter Soldier? Also, like it was. It's a very. It's maybe four days. Like it's these. These don't take long. It's kind of weird. Same with Wandavision. Each of those is one day. Yeah, each of those all like very various times after the blip. I guess in this case, because this is like two weeks after Far From Home. Yeah, and at the same time, you watch like Civil War, and that could be taking place months apart. Yeah, you know, Mm because you're like, okay, well. 
when did the Sokova Accords happen and when are, you know, that's like a three-month, four-month-long movie or something like that. But anyways, it's working for now. So not many uh, complaints from us. Well, let's talk about Ned and um, MJ before we dive into some of the some of the some of the other <laughs> Spider-Man that are in this movie. What do you think about Ned, MJ, some of the people that we know from the Tom <clears throat> Holland universe? And I feel like in a role that they do a fantastic job in, considering they've had two movies to also kind of be, and and I think this is actually one of the first times they're all together. Because MJ for a long time, Zendaya's character is kind of on the outskirts. You know, he reveals his identity at the end of Far From Home to her, even though she kind of knows. But she's full on a member of the team now. Yeah, um, I well, think yeah that happened at the end of Far From Home. I like them <clears throat> well, having them kind of like as his like you know backup because that's what really they what keep they are them in this grounded. One. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's pretty cool. I actually don't maybe prefer Ned in his older movie roles. Like I think in Far From Home and in Homecoming, I think he might have been stronger because I think he shares more of the yeah. You know, he's, he's kind of third wheeling right now. Yeah, and thir- he's basically third wheeling in there. I do really like MJ's character in this a lot, though. Like, I do like the way he is very believable. I think it's just because of the chemistry of Holland and Zendaya, yeah. which is, you know, they're obviously dating in real life. Dating IRL. But, um, but they're... Um, Maybe they're just FWB, baby. It's just the, their what? relationship is Front like... Front wheel back? <laughs> I don't know what the, um, Their relationship is is like the heart of the movie. Like, you know, it's basically he's doing everything... You know, he ends up doing this because, you know, his friends don't get into college. Yeah. And so he, you know, he asks for strange help, strange's help. And then all of a sudden, you know, chaos. It's also strange help. That <clears throat> is also strange help. But then, so I think like him, the relationship between Zendaya and, and Holland really works in this case. I think they may even work a little bit. It works better than any other Spider-Man relationship we've seen in the past. Especially at the end. That scene is kind of devastating, <clears throat> and yeah. it, it really just kind of makes that thing poignant of him to not be being able to help. I thought she was going to kiss Ned, and I was about to freak I out. thought that, too. And I thought... I was getting so scared. In my head, I was like, what? Oh, it, I, the, the scene of the coffee. I yeah, was like, no fucking way. Like, oh, it kind of reminded me of the Tobey <laughs> Maguire, James Franco... Oh, Cancel James Franco and um, Chris, like the, <laughs> the MJ. that 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 moment Love and then triangle. and then I don't know if you remember, maybe it's the third one where where Tobey Maguire's like following MJ kind of from a distance. You remember that He's one? Projecting? I know, Which but like, that one? is that the third one? I think yeah, it's the third, it's the third one. one. But like, I got that that kind of vibe. That kind of like, I love you, but I can't be with you. But this is like another level because she doesn't even remember you, and that is kind of. Sad, but yeah, that's I. I just I feel like whenever we get that cathartic moment where maybe she remembers at some point, or he like tries to tell her, it's just gonna be either it's gonna feel really good well, or really sad. What if well, what if he meets like a Gwen and it like flashes him back to like yeah. what Andrew Garfield said Felicia on how Hardy, yeah on, yeah exactly where it's like maybe he couldn't save her, so now he wants to like protect yeah. this one with everything he's got. And there's some really cool um, places you can go uh, through it uh, with it, but. Yeah, I too. Uh, I I was a really really big fan of um, Zendaya and this one too. On how and that's what Spider Man's always been. It's the the Superman thing where like Lois Lane is his the center of his world. Yeah, and it's the same thing here. Spider Man's always been the romantic thing, and um, 
the, you know, the, the, the romantic. So it's just really cool to kind of see that center here where it's like he's freaking out and stuff like that. And she's always kind of his balance and his like peace. And he's, she's the one who calmed him down. And, yeah. um, she's always up for, you know, all this superhero stuff when, you know, even he isn't sometimes. And, yeah. um, it's just really, really cool on how ultimately like good she keeps him basically. Yeah. And that's why I kind of want to see where he goes from here. Cause he's not going to be, he's not going to have that balance anymore. And he doesn't not, have a support system it's crazy to think and, about and man th- thank god you know um uh what's her name uh, fucking aunt may is dead because cool. it, could you imagine if she <laughs> could you imagine if she had forgotten him yeah. like that would have been crazy sad yeah. and um he was already done with high school and may's dead and so the only two people who really forgot him were his friends yeah. and then you They're know too. they or they forgot and, too, and, yeah. you know the avengers but i mean he was he was only really close to dr strange and tony stark who were the people that actually ended up going uh, to Titan with him um, when they were going to ambush Thanos. So it makes sense that now that Tony Stark is uh, is, uh, is has passed on, that yeah. Doctor Strange would kind of take that mentor mantle up. Mentor with, mantle. Um, with Spidey. I, I, and I think that it's... I love the fact that Ned and Zendaya are kind of the catalyst for finding... And Ned, too. I mean, Ned can do magic, but, you Ned know... Ned flies down with a cape. Ned the, flies down with a cape. He can, <laughs> he can so do funny. magic. And Doctor Strange is like, huh, you know, huh, interesting. What's going on here? And people are, like, thinking... And there's also that super meta moment where they talk about uh, James, you know, uh, what happens with the friendship with Tommy McGuire and they James Franco. They all turn into goblins. But uh, I think that's and, so funny that Ned, Ned... Ned is the hobgoblin in the comics, and so you're like, man, he can still go that way. I think way. what people are thinking, but I will say that I do like the fact that they are the catalyst for bringing the other Spider-Men on board because they're the support system for Tom Holland, and it makes sense that... that not only are they the, the the people that find the other Peter Parkers, but they bring them into, uh, you know, Tom Holland's world and help him through like a really insanely tough moment, which is the loss of Aunt May. Let's talk about Aunt May a little bit. Kind of, I I, I mean, I didn't see this coming at all um, when I was watching the movie the first time. Um, what did you think about the choice to have her kind of instill in him? And uh, that, that kind of sense of morality, because, of course, she's she's doing charity the whole time. She's the one that actually tells him to try to save the villains. Right, yeah. Even though one of them kills, kills her. her. <laughs> um, but what do you think about that choice of making her kind of, you know, to, for, you know, the Uncle Ben of, 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 this, of this story? Um, I, it, uh, it's, um, I think in, Tom Holland's character needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't have a problem with it at all, and I think like it's 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 a pretty great moment. I think Marissa Tomei super effective, yeah, yeah it's super effective. Marissa Tomei acts her ass off on the scene, and they made and the choice just... to have her stand up and walk around. Yeah, yeah, and that's the devastating part. You kind of think that she's okay. That's until rare. She's I, not. I don't think I've seen that at all. Yeah. It just makes it like more vicious too, and you're yeah. like, holy shit, because it's kind of like, oh, okay, and, things and, are. It let, yeah. It's like play. I mean, the way the goblin gets her is the way he was God also, yeah. and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking like meta. Fucking- and so that 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 part is great and everything. Um, I I don't know. I guess it's great. I was gonna say a but. You know, there was a but coming, but it's just only because of the fact that. I thought maybe he would have done this. I thought that's why he turned into Spider-Man in the first place. Because in Civil War, he hints that like bad things happen when you don't do, you know, when you don't step up. We don't really know what happened to Ben either. Like, yeah, and what is it? For, for all you know, he, he probably didn't even know who Ben was. Maybe or, there wasn't you know, even a Ben. There, or honestly. maybe there wasn't a Ben. Yeah. There was a what if reference to Uncle Ben, and I don't know. I guess maybe yeah, that's yeah. just like the a different a different Spider-Man. Thing, yeah, know, yeah. Because there's zombies in that one. Hey, that's a what if, baby. But, hey, what uh, if, John? <laughs> ponder the question. But uh, I think that's the only the only 
thing that I reservations reservation that I had with that is just like, wait, did that just happen again? Yeah, to him. He, he did. And the Tony like said, Stark thing, yeah. In this, it was just for continuity sake, but I, I think it's obviously way more effective now than it was yeah. before, even if Uncle Ben did die back in the day. Yeah. Because he does hint, I think, in Homecoming that like everything that Aunt May's been through, and I think that's assuming yeah, that's like, you know. So like it, it almost seems like he had two events that turned him into Spider-Man. One yeah. that turned him into, well, you know, that Spider-Man, and then two that turned him into the Spider-Man you know, post. Well, well, you bring it up, but he also has a lot of these moments in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Tony Stark, and then he's the one that disappears in Tony Stark's arms in like a weird mirror, you know, uh, moment. But those are some of the most effective and most memorable uh, kind of dramatic scenes in all of the MCU. It's the one that people talk about is, I don't feel so good. And, it, and it's all Tom Holland. It's kind of crazy to think that he's like the, he's the guy that you do not want to be around if I someone's think, dying. <laughs> I think I made this joke online. And I think I made it on the last, maybe on the spoiler-free app, is that like this is, feels like it's the third time he's come of age. This poor guy. Like, it's like he keeps uh, coming he keeps of age. coming of age. Every movie he's in, it's like... There's he just an, keeps losing. Yeah, and then so you're like, oh my God, now he's like, maybe yeah. he's an adult now. Oh wait, now he's an actual Yeah, adult. at some point he's going to be desensitized yeah. <laughs> to this and he's like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be cold. He's going to be like a Batman or yeah. something. Eventually. Like the Garfield character apparently, like yeah. his, his Spider-Man. Well, um, I mean, I'm going to get into spoilers on the PS4 video game, so if you haven't played it, then skip like, you know, two, three minutes. But um, I think that's why it wasn't as a big shock to me, uh, as big a shock to me uh, with Aunt May uh, kind of passing on in this movie because that happens at the end of the first video game of the the ps4 uh spider-man game and uh it's as effective there as it is here where yeah um and it's it's a kind of you know gender bend on the the, the moment and she even gives them that with great power computer responsibility you know um and um yeah it's just really really crazy on and we you know i had read some of the leaks on reddit and stuff like that saying that he was gonna experience big loss which and you know, from the trailers, it kind of made it seem like it was going to be Happy Hogan, which would kind of make sense in a way because, you know... John Favreau's he, making the Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. He's just such a busy guy that you're yeah. like, man, what else is he going to be in next? But, um, yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be the Aunt May um, uh, thing. and it, But, yeah, I think it was really, really cool and effective. And that fight right before it all happens... Um, oh, yeah. It's just just brutal where you're like, holy crap, like, no wonder, mm-hmm. like... Uh, uh, you it's get a, Green Goblin spine busting yeah. Spider-Man through levels of this, and even before that, his spider sense is tingling, and you, as an honest, you're just like, "What is it? What's yeah. happening? Is there another villain?" But no, it's it's not. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's just crazy that um, you know it, it's always got to be the original type yeah. of you know the the one who kicked it off, and um, even the lizard was like, "Yeah, I'll do this. I guess I'm gonna stay in the truck, but I don't, I don't want to change. But whatever. If yeah. uh, like I'm not, I don't want to die. You should have put the lab coat on the lizard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like on how uh, more lizardy he looked, like the he had a little bit more of a snout rather than the smooth little Voldemort good. face that he had in Lizard the look, Spider-Man. Lizard looks hot as hell. I would. But bestiality. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so yeah, it was um, it was really, really um, that, just an awesome moment of like the yeah. Goblin kind of setting the thought process off because Norman is full is full uh, for it as well. You know, obviously he wants to get out and he wants the Goblin out too from this Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing. But to see the Goblin kind of. Um, still have it 
It's, it's really really crazy and performance-wise yeah because well, like, people like the fights of like the you know the the second spider-man and everyone's always saying on how great it is but i think this kind of gives the goblin a little bit more of an edge on the yeah. doc ock thing in the grand scheme of it all because you know doc ock obviously he then that's another thing uh, a spoiler on the ps4 thing where doc ock is your your ally and he's your mentor before you end up creating him by accident he's an empathetic he the only reason he's evil is because of the tentacles like right. he's and, a really nice yeah, guy because it's not him and yeah, yeah the tentacles are the ones that 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 are doing it and you know i don't know why the tentacles are upset about killing this human's wife uh well <laughs> i don't know and you're like then these tentacles are like that was, that was my wife <laughs> but uh, my wife my wife um yeah yeah so you know it kind of brings him down a notch and turns the goblin up giving the goblin the comic accurate costume to yeah. taking off the the crazy he just, helmet he destroys so the helmet show. right away yeah. and, and willem, yeah. willem dafoe also doing most of his uh his stunts for real which i thought was really really cool but yeah, it was really, really awesome to see well, that. Well, I mean, we're, we're talking about some of the villains now. Let's talk about that before the Spider-Man, just like... <laughs> but, uh-huh. but Willem Dafoe is back. Um, uh, Alfred Molina is back. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is... Well, you're not good. But there's a lot of villains in Jamie this Fox movie. Jamie um, Movie might as well. Like, he's back as Electro. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is back as the voice of Sandman. Um, and also in repurposed footage right, from Spider-Man Riz, 3. Riz, if if, yeah, I don't know how to say his name. Um, the I lizard. think he's back as the Lizard's oh, voice. Oh, the, the Lizard's hot as hell, I would. He even yeah. said it again, Pita. And you're like, yeah, oh shit, yeah. damn, he says it exactly like it. And they all have moments with their respective Spider-Men too, which is really... Yeah. The I feel like we're missing good. one. Are and we missing one? It, well, it, well it, I think the sixth villain in here that we Mysterio see is probably Mysterio at the Mysterio beginning. Because he's the one who kicks it all off. Technically a Sinister Six. But yes, you do get another villain that doesn't make sense because he doesn't know the identity of Spider-Man and it's venom at the end where you're like why did he get brought over no that's the one the most important one venom yeah yeah i'm just kidding that's the other box office bank um every villain that's in this every villain is lemons no i'm just playing from this (laughs) (laughs) when one of these other villains didn't know who who peter parker was it was was electro electro never knew who Peter Parker was in well, his But I guess oh, yeah. he, he had the access to the internet, I suppose, and electricity. He sure Why not? Yeah. I guess that's a plot hole. But everybody who's back is like, it's what you said earlier at the beginning of the podcast was interesting is that everyone gets an arc. Like, we thought these were going to be just cameos, you know, And they fights. straight up explain wh- why they look different, why they're here, the moment that they left, the moment, why, yeah. you know, Jamie and Fox what they're after. Little, Jamie Foxx is acting a little weird. He's not really. To be honest, like a, hey, uh, in his, in his like first him. life. Why wouldn't you be different in your second life? Where it's like, hey, I can be yeah, this other person. His energy's a different I color. Can, he's yeah, not blue. I'm not a he's, nerd he's, here. He's, he's, he's Jack. He's not Mystique. And, and they even explain the, the color change where it's like he's blue in his universe because yeah. the electricity is different in this universe than it is here. And he gets it, Tony Stark's... Uh, by a little bit of a molecule. Arc, what is that arc thing? reactor. Arc yeah, reactor, yeah. which is kind of like the craziest thing for him to get. <laughs> yeah, think yeah the power of the sun. In, in the, the palm, palm of my hand. And Sandman goes to a place that has multiple dump trucks filled with sand. <laughs> just, yeah. a, just ass. Yeah. All this ass. All these dump truck ass. Lizard be lizard. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the hey, sewer. Lizard like... gives it to Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's... He, he, Doctor Strange is all fucked up. Yeah. I wanna, honestly, he's a... I want to see a Disney Plus short yeah. on like the 10 minutes of like Doctor Strange trying to get the lizard in the cage. Well, the lizard is the scariest... Like villain, like just in, in pure. Yeah, you're, and, you're scared to death. Yeah, to they run at Ned. He's trying to turn the other villains into lizards yeah. as well, and and they, that's kind of funny too. But let's. Uh, but but really, Doc Ock and um, I mean Willem, the, Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Those are the kind of the OGs. The OGs. The 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 ones that have the kind of the the outsized roles of all of the villains. I guess yeah. you would say they're even kind of the leaders because in a way Doc Ock understands the assignment gets fixed and is on the side of Peter Parker 
And then, uh, you know, you know the, when those two actors are actually in the room as well, like, uh, you know, Sandman, Lizard, like not all these CGI. CGI. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy they're, Fox, just there recording. sometimes, I feel, because he gets his own shots a lot. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, but, is he there? Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of them aren't even there. They're, they're splicing yeah. footage from their old movies at the end. And I will here. say this. Um, they've also talked about how the fact that they started production on this movie before all of those actors were signed even. So yeah. They were just crossing their fingers. Saying, you're gonna we're in this yeah. movie because we wrote it in there. You want to be in a record-setting movie? No, this shit's gonna blow people's minds well, a I, second time. Spider Verse again. We, I mean, I can't get over the fact that the 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 crux of this movie relies on the fact that Peter Parker is fixing them. That's kind of insane. Yeah, it is. It's pretty to cool. think about, and, and it's, it's he, really effective. Not to mention, it makes his Peter Parker better than the other two. Yeah, because it even in the moment when they're talking, they don't. They've never tried to fix their villains. They, especially Andrew Garfield's... We're going to fight. Like, stops pulling punches and I guess is just murdering a bunch of people on the street. Which I think is like pretty dark night of him, right? Yeah. Dark spider? Tarantula? Spider-Man Noir. He's a Punisher? Mm, Yeah. Black Widow? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about these. And of course, we're talking about more of these villains and these set pieces and stuff soon. But let's let's, let's talk about... um, The Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. I mean, uh, mean, that moment... What is go- in the MCU? If you see a portal, you, you better, better get ready to clap. You better get fucking ready to Ooh. be wet. It's either going to be on your left or it's going right to be in front of you. On your right. <laughs> Toby Maguire in a jacket. That's, a, that's Peter. That's a comic accurate Peter Parker. Yeah, from the comic. I love that Ned says like, "Oh, it's just some random guy." It's <laughs> so funny, and I and I think it's so good. And it's and I mean I think it is up there with the on your left moment the fact that you know you get the sense of a different spider-man even I, from andrew garfield but just like i, I kind of wish winking that, winking i kind of wish that they had been introduced in separate scenes like they yeah. got tagged along rather than it just being like let's just dive in and i mean right back to back it, it's kind of crazy when we talk about balance because it's the most devastating moment of the movie aunt may dying and then there's kind of a small reprieve oh. with them wait uh, uh, you know them waiting to see Peter, and then you do kind of like okay, they're just gonna call Peter Parker's, and, and, and they, then it's like let's go down this road. Well, because like, baby. And it, you know, it, it's just crazy because you know Garfield, what you can, you know, his badass comic accurate suit uh, comes in, and you're like, holy shit, like this is crazy. And so when you hear them, like, I guess we should just keep doing this, and you you can hear the crowd like, oh my god, like this is yeah. about to happen. They're like, gonna call oh, Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know why not? I guess, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I, I wish it was. They they had appeared in separate scenes, but, and, but also the chemistry between both of oh, them so is, is just really really awesome. Yeah, you do get um, the sense that and that it's kind of a, a brotherhood of actors who of mutants who have a mutants. Um, who can you? Uh, uh, side note: I know Andrew really wanted them to be like. Um, uh, I guess we'll see w- uh, where Venom is. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> if they did that in this movie? And then Tom Hardy's in it for like... The, anyways, but I will say that there is kind of this meta moment towards even the end of this when Tom Holland has to, to say goodbye to the other two where it almost feels like it's not written and it seems like they're all just saying goodbye to each other as like in, actors yeah. who got the mantle to be Spider-Man. Right. And it kind of reminds you of the fact that if some of the movies didn't work, it really kind of isn't even the fault of... Andrew Garfield, Tommy McGuire, or Tom Holland. Like yeah, they yeah, were it's... they played their role. And that's why that I think even when Tommy Tom McGuire says like it's what we do, in my head I was like, Yeah, I guess it is kind of just, you know, you get cast. If you think about it, yeah. you've got this role, you do it, and whether or not studios or whoever messed it up, it's yeah. kind of just, you know, you're doing your thing or and you're a fan reaction. It's just like yeah. you're, you're, that's you. Yeah. yeah it's kind of what you're yeah, you do what you need. Except to for do. George Clooney though. He well, doesn't want to be Batman. It, <laughs> it's so cool because I think the last two Spider Man franchises l- 
you know, ended on sour notes. Where Spider-Man 3 was just yeah. a little bit too much studio involvement. They didn't let Sam Raimi kind of take the reins and stuff like that because they got too big for him and stuff. You know, uh, understandable. Special thanks to Avi Arad yeah, for exactly, that Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. They didn't put that shit at the end of Spider-Man 3. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, and they should have. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, but, uh, but yeah, and it, it's it's just, um, it, it was unfortunate. And then when they rebooted into The Amazing Spider-Man, a really, really cool um, take with, from Mark Webb with a lizard and um, really cool cast like, you know, Dennis Leary there and uh, Sally Field and um, et cetera, et cetera. And then you kind of botched it with the second one. Yeah. And to the point where I thought, you know, I don't know why you would have used Electro in this one because you're like, holy shit, like that, that, that villain was, was yeah. just whack as fuck. Even though like in context, it's like, I guess not a success, even though it made like what, like $800 million. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, in yeah. any other world, you're like, well, that was a well, because like you, you put it on and you're like, damn, this is like Batman and Robin yeah. level, like type of campiness and hokiness of like him stumbling and dropping the papers. And like you get this little funny music playing in the yeah, background yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is uh, weird. This and you thought someone with the last name Webb would make a banger Spider-Man's getting. Yeah. And, and so um, <laughs> it was really, really cool to get them in here. And th- they didn't need to be redeemed because I've been an Andrew Garfield stand for forever. And I think it's funny that people are like, hey, I want Amazing Spider-Man 3. I was like, well, then you should have went to watch Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and are... Bohemia. Yeah, yeah. Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. Um, oh, I said Bobo, Bobo. Yeah, you're like Hubba, Bobo, Bobo gum and shit. Hubba, Bobo, Bobo gum. Yeah, you're like Andrew Namath. Bobo, Whiplash, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's really. Um, I mean, the chemistry uh, between all three of them oh is gosh, amazing, okay. and the jokes, the 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 web the shooters, Spider Man yeah. meme, the cracking of the back, the I love you guys, the, uh, Avengers. What is that? The and, referencing you know, the insane storylines that they've yeah, gone through. What other cool villains have you fought? And he's like, I fought. Oh, you know, they yeah. reference Venom and Topher Grace in the past, and Paul Giamatti's Rhino. And Tobey Maguire talks about losing his mojo and not being able to shoot webs, which yeah, happens. The, the web block. The web yeah. block. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're cracking each other's back. Like that, up. that stuff is really good, and I feel like it works because Marvel and Sony ultimately is not so referential to their stuff that they won't make fun of it. Does that make yeah. sense? Because that's mm-hmm. kind of like a you can see where maybe some producers of past Spider-Man stuff, no names included, would not allow that kind of insult. Does that make yes. sense? They'd yeah. be like, no, those were. Those were those were amazing moments. We're not making fun of them. Those yeah. were our choices, and we stick by. You know, like, but this is not. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh my, yeah, all of that was so good. The power of the sun. Yeah, and then they <laughs> in finishes, his hands. He finishes his line from. He's like in the palm of your hand. And you know what? He might have taken it with him. Like I don't think we oh, see yeah, him we give it back, him. right? Like he, he may take that. Well, back. I've been Shoot. trying to be better. That that line where like that's what they say to each other in the yeah. second one. And I and I also love the um, that Jimmy Fox has that moment where he finally sees who Andrew Garfield is, and he's like, "I just wish you were black because you were from Queens." Yeah, he's like, "You're always helping poor people." And you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, this is like I'm a little disappointed." Well, I thought and, that's it, all good. And, and there's and, a reference to Miles there too. Like, exactly, really which he exists. Hey, Donald Glover's the prowler. He's baby. in. Tom Holland's universe, so yeah, yeah it's totally yeah. possible. And we're kind of gushing around all this, but there's really we haven't even like scratched the surface of all of the Spider-Man, and it's you know, and and you know, the emotional core of this is them helping him with their past experiences get to where he needs to be as a Spider-Man, right? Yeah, and we get a little hint of this in um, into the Spider-Verse, honestly, because all of those have lost, have and, lost, and they, they they even like to the point where it's like. 
Um, you know, it's like, that movie's it, a little, a little in retrospect, a little darker because they're kind of waiting for him. Yeah, to and there, lose and there, something. And there's way more Spider-Man, and they all have it. And, 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 yeah. yeah. and it's crazy to see like the epiphany or like the the, the catharsis that the two older Spider-Man, yeah, are, are kind of you know because obviously they want to console him and stuff, but and then they realize like, holy shit, he doesn't have an Uncle Ben, yeah. so like he's not even really Spider-Man until he has this loss that's going to make him stronger in the end, you know. Um, so it, yeah, it was really really cool to 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 see all that, and again, just kind of plays in yeah. to the redeeming qualities of some of the the botched ending to their fail. And it, the, 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 and it the really is what makes goal. their roles feel like huge supporting important roles. Like, right. These are yeah. not gratuitous cameos. Yeah, they you are... need Uncle Ben because he's got two Uncle Bens right here. <laughs> they're, yeah, and they're kind of going. They're talking. They're talking through like feelings and dark stuff. And it's not like them winking and like swinging in and saving and Tom Holland at the end and then even dipping com- out. It's completing their arcs, like so, yeah, it's also completing twenty their, years. Their own arcs. 20 oh, years we talked about the Gwen and- Stacy stuff, and then also the. It sounds like Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker has found balance in his life mm-hmm. in a really interesting and maybe hopeful way, especially now that we know that Andrew Garfield has been killing people left and right, apparently, <laughs> or something like that. Bohemia. Um, I yeah, and I think that Tom Holland's going to end up somewhere in the middle of the two of them, or maybe you know, kind of shaping his own destiny because right, yeah. he got a reset, which is kind of something they didn't get, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so much, there's so much you can do with that ending of this, with the ending of this movie. It's very exciting because you can, you and, know, just do traditional Spider-Man well, stories. I also or, think that you're not going to be able to top some of this. So that that's why I think um, Watts was like saying like, hey, if we go through like what this, oh, he's, they're going to be smaller stories, yeah. more personal. And they're different director, I think in this case too. Oh, he's yeah, on Fantastic, fantastic, yep. he's fantastic gonna, he, Four, baby. He's going to do a pretty good job. Well, let's do this. We're going to take a little break. We're obviously going to talk more Spider-Man. We're going to play a fun trivia game. Um, and I guess y'all will text me so wow. I was going to do a fun one, but I realized every single one of these hardline, hardline, mainline MCU movies, we do a trivia game on the movie we just watched, and that is the same case here. I've got some trivia based on the No Way Home film, and y'all will text me your answers, and I will keep track of the score. Now, this is a new movie, so we're pretty limited on behind-the-scenes stuff, because it just came out, but there's still a lot in here that is a little bit surprising. Um, I will go through the list and y'all text me the answer and we'll, uh, we'll keep the, we'll keep up the points here. No way home. Damn. You said we we're going to take a break and we're not going to take a break. Okay. That's oh, it. sorry. We're taking a break no, from our late. talk to okay. talk more. I see. <laughs> not, this is coming out tomorrow. I'm not going to edit. Um, here we go. Here's the first question. <laughs> Flash Thompson says the famous oh, cool, 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 cool. Like this character from community. Mm. Flash Thompson, who's in this movie. There's also we didn't even talk about that flash oh, point. I'm so glad I'm texting you. I almost texted someone else. Oh, someone. Else. <laughs> well, uh, we didn't even talk about the flashpoint thing, but this is a good kind of moment for it. Uh, Danny, who listens to our pod, supports us from the Netherlands. He says, "Like, what's going on with all this DC stuff happening in Marvel? Because we got Flashpoint, we got that Superman and internal spoiler alert. Um, something's and happening. Batman. Yeah, I don't. I I am not." I don't know. I Never think I, made I won't the say joke. anything yet. But I had made the joke that like um, Marvel's given DC some love because Warner Brothers isn't. 
So yeah, and it, <laughs> that's probably why. But then they also like make the Scooby Doo thing, which is a Warner Brothers property, and I I, I looked into it and oh shit, I was about to say something from the Matrix. I was like, wait till you watch the oh, Matrix. Okay. Like, well, this, I didn't know this, but apparently this is kind of uh, nerdy. You both got it right. It's Abed from Community. This Troy uh, and Abed in the morning. He says, cool, 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 <laughs> cool. The writers of this are also from Community. Chris McKenna and Alex Summers yeah. and the Russo Brothers. Is this just Community over there? Yeah, <laughs> they, Marvel. Feige just loves that show. Yeah. He's just like, and I gotta say, they did a great job. So whatever they learned from Community, they balanced everything in this movie. But um, this is kind of nerdy and behind the scenes and some old Hollywood stuff. Apparently, Warner Brothers and Disney negotiated a favorable deal where they will help help each other with IP for uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is a Disney movie, right? And Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse are in it. Um, but then Disney, uh, then uh, Warner Brothers asks Disney if they can have a. Uh, Disney character be the referee of Space Jam with Michael Jordan and Disney said you know what we don't want the agreement anymore so basically they were like we're cool with it for our movie but we're against it with yours and now there's like this giant fight between uh, Warner Brothers hates Disney because they're like oh man we signed on to this thing and Disney didn't want to reciprocate the love but uh, this Scooby-Doo thing I'm sure is just another on a long list of like <laughs> Disney trying to um, fuck with, with Warner Brothers. Okay, who is the only other live action Spider Man not featured in this film? So there were other live action Spider Man. There's a, there's only one more live action Spider Man in a feature film who is not in this movie. In a feature film. In a feature film. A live action. A live action Spider Man. I will be surprised if you guess this, but this oh, they. I will say this. He did have a role written in this movie, but it was cut. In this movie? In this movie. They wrote a role for this actor in this movie. I don't know who who it is, but I think it's like the 70s Spider-Man. Yep, 1977, The Amazing Spider-Man. And they really wanted to get him in this movie, but they cut him out. Um, There was, to be honest, there was a Japanese one, Spider-Man. That's true. Um, They should have put him in this movie. I I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get him in, because obviously... He's in in, uh, Into the Spider-Verse? Well, this is like Deep Cut. The the second one? If you got this, if you got this in this Deep Cut... um, People wouldn't really know. I think that the recognition... To be honest, that's probably why they cut it. To be honest, and also these people... They only watch the MCU Yeah, movies. I know. This is Nicholas Hammond. He played The Amazing Spider-Man in 1977. His cameo and an entire scene was written, but then it was cut. Sad. What was the last live-action film Tobey Maguire was in? So Tobey Maguire, who really is rich as hell just from the, the Raimi Spider-Man. Uh, after that movie, he like was able to make... I think he was he got to request like eight figures for every movie after Spider-Man, including Seabiscuit. So every movie Tobey Maguire is in, he gets paid a lot of money. But what was, I don't know. What was the last live-action movie he was in? I forgot um, what the name of that movie was. I, I actually, I'm thinking of another movie, but I don't know what the name, so I just... It's very this broad. <laughs> this is also really hard. I don't know why I wrote it in. Um, uh, I'm not going to say what you guessed, but you both got it wrong. It was 2014's Pawn Sacrifice. Ah, okay, okay. No, I thought it was that one where he was that abusive guy at home brothers yeah brothers. One, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. that's the one i thought it was so yeah. i just texted tropic thunder because i couldn't are, remember he hasn't been in a movie in forever he was a voice in boss baby which is his highest grossing film outside of spider-man but other than that uh just gambling i guess right what is that? <laughs> the gambling yeah. thing <laughs> um which no way home actor was also featured in the live action daredevil film in 2003 Oh, okay. This one should be a little easy, but I don't know. If you go back that far in Daredevil, (laughs) Daredevil lore. Yeah. 
Uh, you both got it right. John Favreau plays Foggy, Foggy Nelson, and they they and him and Charlie Cox do have. We didn't a even talk about that. Here. Daredevil is actually in this movie. I think we I, did. I said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've Wait. been talking for an hour. So because, well, okay. I had said that uh, you know Vincent Onofrio obviously came back as uh, Kingpin also. Okay. But. How many Oscar winners are in this film? And then I guess extra points if you can name them. I don't know. I'll give you a point per Oscar winner you can actually name. But how many Oscar winners are in this film? Uh, uh, the Oscars. Mm. The Oscars. Oscar. Doom, doom, doo, 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 doo. Wait. Let me see. I will say going back to um, Toby McGuire and the amount of money. Oh shit! I guess it could be actually. Oh I mean, damn! I, I'm going to read all your your texts and we'll get, I'll give you hold a point on. per. But um, hold on. I forgot well, about the Spider Man. What? The Spider Man. Oh. But oh, I guess I don't the, think any of them. Yeah, you're right. Uh, John, yeah, don't help. No, no, he's right. Yeah. I, I just thought about it. I was like, Toby would have been the closest one. Shit. And then Andrew Garfield's uh, getting nominated this year, probably. Andrew Garfield was nominated also. for Hackshaw Ridge. A Hacksaw, Mel Gibson yeah, yeah. film. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Mel Gibson joint. It's crazy how little... <laughs> Andrew joint. Garfield is actually one of only like three millennials who have been nominated for Oscars. Isn't that crazy? Everyone else has been like, I guess, old? Is it, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I only got four. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, here we go. Here is... I, I think it's four also. So, Andrew and John, you both guessed four. You overshot. Really? Yeah, there's only three. So it's yeah. Jamie Foxx... Um, Alfred Molina? No. no. Defoe no? and Tomei. Yes. Fuck. So I'm not going to give, I, I thought Molina I'm not was give anyone any points, I guess. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Who cares? Molina um, deserves one. Hayden Church was nominated. Like, yeah, Hayden Church was nominated. I do remember that. So you were wrong. So so Marissa Tomei, okay, Jamie Foxx, and J.K. Simmons are the three Simmons. winners. Willem Defoe has never won an Oscar. You're right. Alfred Damn. Molina has never won an Oscar. They've Holy all been nominated. They, they they deserve honor. Yeah, it's honor. It's an honor just they do. to be nominated. I forgot that J.K. Simmons is in this movie. J.K. Simmons, about Whiplash. Whiplash, Jimmy Fox was yeah. for uh, Ray Char- the Ray Charles uh, yeah. movie, right? Uh-huh. Marissa Tomei was for The Wrestler? No, from My Cousin no. Vinny. My Cousin Vinny. Wow. Okay, okay. Here Joe we go. Pesci. What vehicle brand sponsored this film? Oof. That's right. Each of these Marvel movies are sponsored by a vehicle brand. You, you can, about it, think if about you it. think about the movie, you notice it pretty hardcore. But what vehicle brand sponsored this film? They actually feature multiple models from this one brand in No Way Home. I can't think of. I mean, and this is kind of a test on whether there was money well spent. If you can't remember, well, it's also I can't see. I mean, there's there's ads for it, like. On YouTube and shit. Yeah, I bet there's, yeah, there's ads. Just oh, like, yeah, skip ads. But I, I forgot. Like, I can point. remember... I, I think, mean, I texted you an answer. You know what, Audi? An I remember Audi and Iron Man. Yeah, I remember that. I think Lexus is in Black Panther, or maybe it is Audi again. Black Panther has one, too. But you you, you watch these movies, and know, you're like, it's only this one right. brand. Okay, let's find out. Um, Andrew, Nike. Andrew guessed Mercedes. John guessed Lexus. The correct answer is Hyundai. Honda. Do you remember the lady what a, what a from very Spider-Man car? The lady from uh, admissions. She's yeah, in like I, I a knew. Honda Santa that, Fe. That's the one or something. I was trying to yeah. think of. I was like, "What car is this?" I, my first car was a Honda. Hmm, awesome. Hmm. Hey, that that scene is an homage to the Amazing Spider-Man. It's the good. first one. Um, which actor turned down a cameo in a flashback sequence due to his commitments to a TV show? There is actually an actor who is in one of the prior MCU movies, or sorry, Spider-Man movies, or turned down a cameo. Is it best if I give you a clue of wait, wait, which wait. Spider-Man this MCU is? In the MCU one or in the no, no, no. Spider-Man In movies. one of the Spider-Man films, outside the MCU, there's an actor who turned down a cameo in this film. 
because of commitments to a TV show. To a TV show. Hold on. Would you like for me to give you which Spider-Man I, I movies I, this I, come I, from or no? Yeah, just which oh, one. Oh, it's, uh, uh, it's from Andrew Garfield's movies. Yeah, I movies. answered. Okay, oh, okay, cool. This is the line. Bo, bo, bo. No, I don't know. Okay, Andrew, you get the point. It's Dennis Leary. Boom! He, he was supposed to be featured in From a, fucking Ice Age. And I would say, me. though, like, if we're talking about, Isn't like... is he already fucking dead? Are just going to flash back to him John, again? Aren't, aren't all these villains? That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're talking sure about Andrew Leary. Garfield getting, like, that cathartic... Whatever moment he needs to see, can you imagine him seeing, like, Captain Stacy alive again? That would just... Damn, like, that would be... He'd be fucked up. But also, he knew who Spider-Man was. That's why. Yeah. The whole time, right? He said, stay yeah. away from my daughter. You see him just show up with a shotgun and he's a, he's the sixth one? Yeah. <laughs> he's a villain. In what other MCU entity does Spider-Man wear Doctor Strange's cape? So this is not the first time in the MCU that Spider-Man wears Doctor Strange's cape. If you can be as specific as you want, I guess. But when, when else does he wear it? What other oh, shit. thing does he wear it? <clears throat> I just put the show. I mean, you don't have to be too specific, I guess. You both guessed it right. It's what if. Do you remember the episode? Yeah, uh, Marvel Zombies. Zombies. Zombie Hunter Spidey. Which apparently is in Multiverse of Madness? What? Um, Sorry. The zombie thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. All right, I'll give you a point per the one you get right. There are three MCU films longer than this one. Uh, So text me however, whichever ones you think are longer than this one. There are three MCU films longer than this one. I mean, I feel like some of these are pretty obvious because they're big big movies I, I, I'll, I'll stop talking shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> stop giving me hits <laughs> uh, you all guessed it right it is Endgame at number one Eternals is the second longest Infinity War and then it's this movie god damn Eternals why are you so long I love Eternals baby Long. That movie was eternal. No, I like the. There's two the, more questions. Andrew is leading by one. Before the new Sony deal in 2019, this was supposed is to the be. Life. The, <laughs> Before the Sony deal in 2019, which I guess was just like two years. That's like recent. No, that's pretty recent. Yeah. This final Tom Holland. This was supposed to be the final Tom Holland film and was supposed to set up which already announced MCU property what the fuck was the question to read again before the sony <laughs> deal in 2019 this final tom holland film was supposed to set up which announced mcu property i would say film or streaming series this was supposed to set oh, up one shit. of those well, well, Mike, what was it wrong supposed to set up this is the last this was supposed to set this was supposed to set up tick tick boom so am i supposed to say the the movie that um, I would say like what? <laughs> you're confused on how yeah, to answer. Yeah, because I was like, am I saying the movie that was going to be his last appearance that leads into the series? So no, I'm no, 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 no. So shit? this was supposed to set up a movie or a streaming show that's already been announced. But after they redid the deal, they said, okay, we'll do something else. But this was supposed to set up this other thing. <laughs> I think I may have guessed wrong now because you you overexplained it. I think this will make sense when I say it because of well, I don't, I don't know, know what the fuck this is. You're not going to guess, Andrew? I already guessed, bitch. Andrew, you get the point because this was supposed to set up Secret Invasion. It's because uh, oh, okay. Fury Shit. was off-world in uh, in uh, And after Far watching Far From... So much scroll stuff going on. And then that's part of what... what like, I thought it was Craven the Hunter. That's part of what... Yeah, that's what, what you get. That's part of uh, what like uh, kind of goes against Peter Parker in his case where they're like, hey, ask Nick Fury everything. And they're like, damn, he's been gone for like a year. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Also, that I mean, we didn't talk about this. He's in succession, the actor who plays the, the department of... What is it? 
damage. Oh, damage control. Yeah. You're right. It is him. Fuck. He's but Stewie. Another agency in in the MCU. God damn. Too much government is what I say. <laughs> like, how many are there now? The Sokovia Accords. There's baby. too many. Damn. Final question. Although, John, I think you're eliminated because Andrew was already one. This is the only MCU trilogy completed by one single director. So kudos to you, uh, Watts. Um, which other hero uh, wait which other heroes had at least the same director for two films which other heroes had yeah wait in the mcu in the mcu there's three of them i guess you could win if you guess all three and what the fuck andrew gets one so uh 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 yeah so one director directed all of these spider-man films there are three other i guess entities or superheroes that had one director do at least two of them that's it. There's more than that. There's only three. Well, there will be four if you think about it. I am trying, but I'm just putting. The oh, three you're in my right. Head. Yeah, I guess because there's future stuff. I was like, "What are you talking about?" But I see there's like twenty thousand movies announced. So yeah. Oh shit! In that case, oh, I don't not, count those. I don't. You're count not counting those. the future ones. I'm not Hold counting. On. Oh, fuck it up. No, Hold no, on. No, Let me. No, I think no. I got it. Add one more answer. Well, I guess never mind. Fuck it. Um, you both get two because Iron Man and Captain America are there. So, but Andrew, you've won. The one that I have here, I should have been more clear, is Avengers. Avengers Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Joss Whedon. Wasn't Ant-Man Peyton Reed? Also, Avengers would have still made Ant-Man it. 1 and 2 You're right. Peyton Reed. Yeah. So I get three. <laughs> Andrew, you won by more. <laughs> but also Thor Ragnarok and Thor... Yeah, but the next thing, love, love and Thunder. And Avengers counts as twice, because it's two by Whedon, two by the Russos. Two by Whedon, two by Russos. But yeah. honestly, the last one... <laughs> part one uh, but... Kudos to uh, John Watts. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to yeah, think that you're... Cool. He finishes a trilogy. Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed's about to do a trilogy, too. That's true. He's about to finish his trill. And it's because uh, he's doing Mando shit yeah. now. And <laughs> and he gets to do... Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know what he gets to do. Just, love to see oh, what he gets yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've come to the end of the game. And I won. <laughs> well, let's talk about the movie a little bit more before dirt in your eye. Um, we shut this down. Shut this shit down. We haven't even talked about Wong being the Sorcerer Supreme. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> that's cool well let's talk about the Doctor Strange stuff I think it's really cool to have him there it seems like he's kind of given up in an interesting way but he's not the Sorcerer Supreme like he's just chilling out he's the most talented but he maybe not, doesn't know everything that's the weird part about this movie is the fact that like Strange seemed to have learned he seemed to have been like a head honcho like as in a wise person when it came to Infinity War you know what I mean like, yeah, he wasn't, yeah 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 he wasn't his reckless self who, who he was in the first Doctor Strange movie and so to have him kind of like a dude who, you know, gave out, you know, exposition and said like, you know, this is going to be bad if we do it this way. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a weird walk back of the character in this one. Yeah. Because he's kind of like a little bit, not reckless. I mean, Peter but, Parker's the thing that makes the spell go wrong and yeah. everything, but I, I have still. a feeling <laughs> that we're going to get a little more context in, of course, his movie, the, the Multiverse of, of madness, madness, to where he is. Because we also got to see, like, what? Like, a kind of an evil version of him in We've the already trailer? seen it. And sure? what, if? what if? What if? Which Strange I'm, Supreme. Oh, but I'm... Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, it, it is kind of interesting to have him there at all, really. Yeah. But um, it, it... Wouldn't that be, like, a shut that shit down type of thing? Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing this. And what like, do you think Wong's doing? Because he does this in Shang-Chi, too. Like, he's... 
He's portaling hey, in and out what, of if stuff, he's, right? If he's, he's hustling. hustling. Hey, he's if throwing he's fights. And, Supreme and, and he's throwing fights. Isn't that some sort of fucked up shit? That's worse than the ancient one fucking bringing. He's got abomination and negative like a, dimension fucking energy back in the We day. also get, I mean, and this is, I mean, I'm sure everyone else did this too, but I wanted to see where Wong was going. I was like, what's in that portal back there? It looked like Carmitage when he was going to. Hey, remember that party from that they had at Carmitage? No. Exactly. Oh my gosh. What happened? Weird stuff? Sex stuff. Yeah, probably all those tentacles came out of Doctor Strange and <laughs> hentai, hentai, hentai. This shit. Um, I mean, what uh, what did y'all think about? I mean, we we talked about how this is since we're talking about MCU stuff. It's not super overly reliant on Stark, but he's still pretty important because he has the fabricator and and there's the Hogan fucking nano, it, nanotech being... on uh, Doc Ock's arms and the fucking arc reactor. Yeah. And, and it's kind yeah. of interesting because there's everyone... that fat ass Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty. Then, yeah. That, <laughs> the Rogers musical is around. Um, but there's also like that big, the, the nanotech stuff is kind of wild because that almost made Spider-Man invincible. Almost. almost yeah, in yeah, a way. In it's a gone way. now, right? Like we don't know. Where, uh, where I think they even find a way to get Venom to mention Iron Man. You're right. And, and you're like, damn, they're like, hey, can we get can we get Tom Hardy to say I can mention to kind of talk about Iron Man? Yes. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll do whatever. It's still, yeah, it's still there. It's just not as 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 giant or like a giant presence in the, in the last movie. I think the strange thing, I don't know why, because I think the strange thing kind of just takes the place of an Iron Man yeah. or, or a Fury. Um, they were all three together on their way to time. <clears throat> I, 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 we talked about the fight earlier, but I mean, anytime you yeah. get two Avengers together in a movie... You gotta have them hash it up. Ant-Man versus uh, Falcon. Well, it just seemed like I was watching an episode of like, you know, or reading a comic or an episode of of a Spider-Man cartoon where he meets Doctor Strange and that's just like It's another thing that adds to this movie because a lot of the things that everyone loved from the first Doctor Strange was Scott Derrickson's direction to have like kind of this really out there... Uh, visual, the visual language of the language, and that's yeah. in this Spider-Man yeah. movie, and you get it a lot, and so that's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Well, let's talk about some of the, I guess, the stuff that makes the the Spider-Man. I, I guess the, I mean, we already talked about like I, what did he, what does uh, Osborne say? I dabble in what does he say? The I do science. <laughs> he didn't say that. He's something <laughs> that, of a scientist himself. Was there yeah. <laughs> any other things that kind of stood out to you, and you were like, "Man, that's fun." There was um so like there's little moments of that 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 kind of hint the previous thing. Yeah. I think there's like at one point McGuire says, "My back," kind of because he My hurts back. his he hurts his back in Spider Man thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we do get a musical cue that's oh, there's a ton of musical cues. Well, in this. the yeah. musical cue that's. Very much. Oh yeah. I mean, once you get the the other Spider Man when they start fighting at the very end, you get a lot of the each of theirs. Doc Ock has his theme back. His theme, Everyone yeah. gets Goblin their theme. gets his theme. Yeah. I think the I think Darth sec- Vader is in this. <laughs> I'm kidding. What the crazy That's thing Palpatine. to me is like there they was play- a two oh, yeah, second. I wrote that down. There was a two second musical callback to Electro's like dubstep theme. Oh yeah. That, that came out when he first like kind of came out, and I was kind of excited because like I do like that music from that. It's that, good from the that movie. Itsy bitsy spider <laughs> That's literally what that, went yeah. up the water spout, <laughs> and then down came the goblin and, and washed the spider, spider out. <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. There's like little callbacks like that. I think I um, wanted the Sandman theme, and they didn't give it to me. So well, I, was, a, I, I was a little bit fucking pissed. That was the, that was the best of, part of. I was like, what was Sandman's theme? That was even? the best. That was one of the best parts of Spider-Man Three. You know, it'd be funny if they did the Dune theme when Sandman came out. <laughs> 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 and he's like, "What? He had a worm inside. <laughs> Zendaya again. He just had Damn. a ringworm. Ring yeah. <laughs> giant worm. I want to see Spider-Man fight worm from Dune. Just the Alaskan oh. bullworm. Or spoiler SpongeBob. alert. 
ride worm. <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's sexually. right. That. No, but yeah, um, but but yeah, I, I, yeah, those were really cool because I, I mean, obviously, J- like J.K. Simmons as Jonah Jameson is probably the. It has one of my favorite. shots That's probably in the, the movie. biggest call. Alex Jones, yeah. One of my favorite shots in the movie when uh, uh, Aunt May has just died and he's in the rain and he's watching the video yeah, screen. Yeah. I was like, man, so Spider-Man like where super he, cinematic. He's right, the, it's the world versus Spider-Man because J- yeah. you know J. Jonah Jameson kind of puts it against it. But I like how he starts awesome. off in his living room too, and then like evolves into <laughs> just like Infowars. Sorry, people. It's real. Yeah. Look it up. Um, don't look it up. I guess don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. That... Stop getting misinformation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. And I like that. I, it doesn't even seem like that is over. I feel like Jay, he's in, he's around still. And yeah. you can have still hate Spider-Man. You can have an interesting dynamic with him in the next one because uh, Scorpion is in yeah. here and he wants to go after J. Jonah Jameson or whatever. Yeah. Aren't they like shooting... Isn't J. Jonah Jameson like cameoing in Morbius too? Well, that's what's... Like, well, let's talk he's about... also Commissioner Gordon with uh, Michael Keaton in Batgirl. <laughs> let's talk about that crack. The cracks in the reality when we got to see the hints oh, okay, of Scorpion yeah. and Rhino, Rhino and Cosmic Craven ass crack. Hunter, cosmic crack. Yeah, cosmic ass crack. I mean, that seems like a pretty... Big Sony thing, right? Like, uh, hey, <laughs> look at all, look, look at the look universe. At all the villain, yeah, of, of like villains. Morbius is there, Jared Leto shirtless. Yeah. As as his character from House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a different version of Morbius. <laughs> yeah, variant. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, it, it, it <clears throat> reminds you, and I think maybe even Doctor Strange highlights this saying, it's an infinite, infinite amount of people that know Peter Parker. In all of that, the That's multiverse. all coming through. You see Craven. You see like some yeah. cool cameos that's of the so Craven. Like you see Craven the Hunter. You see Scorpion in the background, I think. You see Rhino with a horn. Rhino, like a rhino like man. A, like an actual yeah, yeah. rhino person. Not, not, not the, I crush, I kill you. Yeah. Not that one. Paul Giamatti. Sorry, um, sorry, Paul. He would have been the fourth Oscar winner if he was in this. <laughs> Wait, yeah. has he won an Oscar? I think it might be Oscar nominated again. Lady, Lady for, in the Water? Big Fat Lion? Him and, weren't they, um, Thomas A. Church, like, both of them were in the same movie. Wasn't it Sideways? The Birdcage. Yeah, they were both in Spider-Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that this is kind of, and I kind of, I guess we're talking about the future of this right now, but it feels like, especially with that Tom Hardy, the after credits. Fuck, that shit ruined it for me. He left some symbiote behind. He I left know, a that's little the, behind. That's going to get, get a little bit confusing. Let's talk about that scene. So this... Venom comes out in this movie, like Tom Hardy and Venom. Venom, like the voice. He doesn't even know who Peter Parker is. I don't know how he got back. So this is going to get confusing for like Sony movies going forward because I think Sony is still treating Morbius like it's in the MCU, right? Like, Maybe. Like we the, might poster see, like, of, the poster of yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is stuff. confusing. You know why? Because it's, it's from a, the video game, but the video game is using Tobey Maguire's skin. And, and so you're and, like, yeah. what and, and Vulture is there. And Vulture I don't think, is there. I don't think they've committed, even though that's confusing because Vulture's Vulture there. got to jump into another universe <laughs> instead of just well, bringing people. He's like, I got to jump to They haven't committed to Tom Holland's Spider-Man being the one there. So yeah. you could technically throw in Variant. Garfield, throw in what, whoever Fucking the variants. hell. Yeah, but like, like this guy who was in the seventies. Vulture <laughs> is in prison, like with but, yes, but that's the vulture of the top. And Hall then thing. he knows hmm. about Venom, and then like yeah. I'm sure J. Jonah Jameson is going to be in there probably in the same yeah. capacity that he was in, and and, and I think fuck, that's going to be confusing. And I think part of this too, and this kind of leads to the future <clears throat> of Tom Holland Spider Man, is Amy Pascal has said that he it controls his own destiny when it comes to Spider Man and his Peter Parker. That uh, if he wants to do a movie. He can do it. If he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't have to. Kind of like the Daniel Craig deal where he's now, or he was, up until the last one, the producer of the 007 movies. So he literally had a hand in 
all aspects of uh of 007 i think it's the same with tom holland so if he doesn't want to be in venom i don't think Think he he has has to to, yeah um but it is kind of interesting because this movie made me want more of the tom holland spider-man yeah more than it did any of the other stuff (laughs) any of the other stuff but i mean i i I mean we haven't seen venom let there be carnage no no, and it's possible because he left the symbiote that they can just get a different venom for that (laughs) universe because that symbiote can get into the guy from ted lasso who's the bartender football Mm -hmm. is life um guy um i feel like there's also kind of uh, i've seen petitions of people wanting andrew garfield in the darker the world the sony verse right yeah the morbius world of whatever that might be a little too you might be oversaturating the thing if you bring you know if you have you're I, kind of exploiting the thing that everyone loved in this movie and being like, okay, let's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's I mean, do it. we're already getting the uh, another Spider Verse movie, the Across the Spider Verse, which is like mm. that should kind of scratch your multiversal itch when it comes to different Spider Man yeah, coming like, out next year, less than 365 days from now. Yeah. You get another Spider Verse, and, and then you get another and, one after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, because there's another one. This is a part two. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this is, <clears throat> and you're getting three more Tom Holland. So yeah, eventually, and so and then you know. You're going to have Tom Holland pop up in another MCU movie, too. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I, it's one of those things where, like, you get scared, though, because of you think Sony's going to get, like, greedy. And they usually end up doing that, you know, yeah. but, and hopefully, I mean, this is what caused it all to kind of fall apart in 2019. So, I mean, I'm hoping this movie, if anything, this movie is kind of a well, like, you cap it off pretty well if you did want to end it here for some reason. Or if you just wanted to shelve it yeah. until, you know, Holland's contract, you know, because I think he's contracted for one more MCU movie. Like, that's the only thing that he's... And then after that, he has to renegotiate. But, I mean, you can just shelve it until... It's, I mean, we, Yeah, it's kind of a hopeful ending. It's yeah, bittersweet, We know Spider-Man's out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, he'll be out there in the MCU. Um, I will say, though, with the things <clears> that MCU <throat> have announced already... I mean, we've talked about this before. It's just going to be hard to do things in New York because sooner or later everyone's going to be in New York. <laughs> it's just going to be wild. Daredevil's going to be there. And it's, shit, I like. mean, I can't even imagine what's going to happen in New York because uh, it's going to be the safest city on earth, safest, like, or just like have the most crime. Like I don't <laughs> uh, because that's kind of the thing with uh, the, that city in general is when they're not all canonized in the same story. It's fine. You can have. All kinds of shit happening yeah, because yeah, they're not yeah. going to cross paths, but you know it's going to be hard for them not to if this is all part of that universe or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the Tom Holland has a super bright future. I've, I think I believe he is now the highest grossing Spider-Man actor, yeah, of all time. Um, he's gonna he's well beloved by everyone. He's obviously got the weight of the MCU behind him, um, and the fact that he's fought Thanos and just stuff that none of the other Spider-Man actors have done i'm kind of i mean he met the other spider-man in his movie yeah and that's kind of my thing is i feel like if sony is just wanting to do more of what works i honestly don't even think we've seen the last of toby mcguire or andrew garfield it's kind of crazy yeah i mean i like that i like the way this ended but i totally feel like they are at least having those conversations because they're like oh this worked so Let's keep doing it. It's kind of crazy because we went from Sony having to make Spider-Verse because they were going to lose the the rights because they have to make a movie every two years to them being like, well, let's make six. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of an about face for them almost losing the rights to like going hardcore into to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only thing that was missing from this movie is I know he's 
he passed away a couple of years ago, but it was Stan Lee. Because Stan Lee kind of really liked being a cameo. In these cameo in these favorite favorite car- favorite uh, thing he made, right? Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. I will so. say I did notice a lot of Ditko uh, graffiti everywhere mm-hmm. on the roof of the school, everywhere. Um, so they, they at least tried to honor him. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kind of interesting. Um, well, let's... Uh, is it worth talking about the last after credit scene? Because no, it's a trailer. That's a trailer for another movie that I'm sure we'll get to. That... Trailer. We'll have a whole another podcast on yeah, just the I think trailer. That's the, yeah. um, well, that's the. Isn't that the next MCU movie? I think now we're taking a break because we've know. had we've got MCU at least once a month. Hey, Star Wars is taking the wheel next week <clears throat> with well, the Book of Fit. We've we've gotten a MCU thing every month this past year, and so like I think we're taking a break, and then it's back to Multiverse of Madness. I yeah, think. I think it's only like two three month wait for the next Marvel thing. The, it's usually like it's in May, I think. The next movie. Um is yeah is what okay yeah Doctor Strange okay, okay. Uh, when is that uh, May sixth and then after that will be Thor, Thor Love and Thunder so what what's what about the Disney Plus series that's um, it there's nothing I don't think there's anything no Miss Marvel so we've or got She-Hole? one two three four later. there are five Disney Plus shows coming out next year. Which would mean, I think, that something's coming out in January, February, because. But that's what I'm saying. So what's I can next? release five. So what's next? So the, I, Ms. Marvel's they not haven't next, released though. the order yet, but it is Moon Knight, She Hulk, oh, What yeah, If Season Two, that. Secret oh, Invasion. Honest, all these, I think, rap Moon filming, Knight, probably. Moon Knight, yeah, and Guardians of the Galaxy a Holiday Special. All of those are coming out Marvel's next year. Out. So is Miss Marvel. So we'll have to see. They haven't released the order, but yeah. Miss Marvel, it's Moon Knight, She Hulk, or Miss Marvel. What She Hulk is filmed too, She-Hulk, I believe. I yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Mar- One of those three. Moon Knight and yeah. She Hulk, I think. See, yeah. uh, Secret of Ancient, I think, just finished filming. So it's kind of crazy that we're talking about this while there's like a million things already already been filmed. done in in the bank. Yeah, what movies the are filming bank. though? Right? I think Doctor Strange and then Black Panther, right? Well, um, yeah, but Black, but Black Panther comes out in November of next year. Okay. They're having a hard Thankfully. time. They're having a hard time finishing that one. <laughs> um, but uh, multiverse is done, and Love and Thunder is done as well. And then so. there's no other movies, though, right? Like Marvel movies next year? No, not just, next year. There's only three too? movies, which is kind of crazy. Because this year, you're right. We had four movies this year. Weird yeah. to think about. I think it was everything was just being pushed back because of yeah. COVID last year. So Black like, Widow, especially. I think <clears> we felt <throat> that the most with Black Widow. Yeah, you can tell that that was supposed to be released last year. Yeah. Same thing goes for Eternals. I think too. I think on one point. Yeah. Well, let's go around the horn and give our final thoughts on No Way Home. And uh, yeah, Andrew, what are your final thoughts on No <clears throat> Way Home? Um, I think that it's probably one of the must-see movies of the year. Wow. Um, I While I don't think it's in my top three best, I think it's probably in my top three favorites. <laughs> yeah. Um, which are different uh, different movies, but... Funny uh, how that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and I can acknowledge it's Again, it's, it's a Star Wars thing where I, my favorite is Return of the Jedi. Your, your favorite could be episode two. I don't give a shit. But the best one is Empire, and you should be able to acknowledge it. But um, yeah, so it's the same thing here where I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I, I like think Star Trek. No, I'm just saying. Go ahead, Jen. Now you go. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it's, it's, it's really, really fun. And I think people... Um, are going to like it for a long time. I think it's going to be one of those things that it's going to become a um, instant classic, and it looks like it's going to. And I, you know, I, I went to go watch the Matrix in IMAX, and there were only two showings. There was one at the very beginning of the day, and there's one at the very end because everything in between is still taken up by Spider Man. Hey, but there's open seats at your house with HBO Max always. 
It's true. I'm just kidding. And uh, you know, I'm, that, not, I'm that, not kidding. It's actually. But uh, and I can see that even you know, Kingsman not getting the same type of pop and oh, I should have um, about the that. Kingsman. Uh, I, I think Spider Man's gonna take the box office even this second week, uh, which is crazy to have you know the Matrix and um, the Kingsman taking away from that box. Speaking office. Speaking of like old franchises coming back, that's also like a twenty Thank- year. The Matrix opened at number three. I think Sing Two is taking the number two. Spot. Oh, Sing Two, yeah, the Singiverse, and yeah. it's crazy because Sing Two is a kids movie, yeah. and Spider Man still uh, beat that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a yeah, really, but really you awesome. don't you don't you haven't seen Sing Two? You don't know about uh, Tobey Maguire and you know Andrew Garfield you, being yeah. in Sing Two? Hey, 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 this is the life, and then it's, <laughs> oh my god, they're singing Tick Tick Boom in Sing Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh no. boy, um, yeah, really, really awesome movie. Um, I think, you know, we said a lot, and uh, I kind of gushed over my favorite moments already, but I think if... I know it feels daunting if you haven't seen a superhero movie since Tobey Maguire's or since Andrew Garfield's, but I think it, th- this type of movie is what makes that process so worth it. Yeah. Um, for sure, and uh, also if you're one of these people who only watch the Tom Holland or all the MCU movies, I think it's also worth you going back and checking out these other movies because... It's just really cool to kind of see on how they paved the way for the character, and without them, this stuff wouldn't be possible. Um, I'm glad that all these, the, the you know, Toby and Andrew are getting the the spotlight that they deserved at the time, and now since we're on this superhero culture yeah. with steroids that they helped start, um, they're getting the praise that yeah. they. Because I mean, the, you're talking about those movies should have been billion dollar movies, and they, should they are they? No, no, and exactly. Tom Holland's so, the only one that. And you're like, damn, that's crazy because uh, if those movies had been released today, they would have been obviously billion dollar movies. But um, yeah, it's it's really really cool, and the fact that it it it's so respectful of of Spider Man as a character, and he's finally come onto his own is really exciting, and I can't wait to see what else they do with the character. Uh, fingers crossed that it doesn't revert back to Sony and they just kind of butcher it from here. But yeah, um, it seems like it could go that way because they have to see. No, please, please, um, John. What do you, what do you think of what are your final thoughts on on No Way Home? <clears throat> uh, it was. It's how many Spider Man would you rate this movie? I'm just Three. kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Out of four. Oh, <clears throat> of course, of that, 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 that 70s that one. Guy, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. I don't even. I forgot his name. <clears throat> I apologize. Damn. So did Marvel apparently. Yeah. Anyway, um, they probably just cut it because they're like, what? They're like Tom Holland's brothers in this scene. T- take the shit. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that scene out too. <clears throat> yeah, they did. Um. It's a great flick. I think it's the one of the more enjoyable superhero movies of the last, like, you know, five years, I think, in this case. I mean, they're all enjoyable when it comes to Marvel, but I think this one is, like, one of the ones where it's, like, a once-in-a-lifetime type of event yeah. where you're just like, I can't believe I just watched this. Um, it's the same thing when it came, come, came to the first Spider-Man movie, you know, back to the first X-Men movie, the Dark Knight. I think this movie hits that event status of movie where, like, you had to be there type of thing. It hit um, it right. Yeah, yeah, it hit... Yeah, it hit the spot basically, right, right, the right way, and so it's just, um, it's a joy to like talk about it and to watch again. I just like even just watching it or talking about it now with you guys, it just makes me want to watch it again because I'm just like, I'm obviously probably only half explaining what the hell happened in a scene or something, and you just kind of have to watch it to get the full effect of it. Um, awesome flick, I think it it skyrockets to the top of maybe the second most enjoyable Spider-Man movie for me. I think in this case. So like, it is um it's it's awesome. I think uh yeah like I think if if they want it, like I said before if they wanted to kind of cap it off for a bit, this is the perfect ending for it. Um, it is super respectful of what came before it. You know I don't think it's an I don't think it kind of uh, uh I don't know if it's as inviting for people who haven't really seen the old ones. It it kind of is, and they kind of like you know hold your hand through it, but it's not like 
I don't see like a kid wanting to watch yeah. any of the Raimi movies, I guess, after watching this. But like, you know, but it does, you know, it gives the characters that were in that movie justice. And the same thing goes for the Garfield ones. It kind of redeems, <clears throat> I do agree that it kind of redeems Garfield um, from his like, you know, last movie. Not that he was the bad thing about it, but he was just, it's just like, you know, it, I think it's it's good to give him a, a you know, a very, very memorable send off if this is his like last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome flick. Um, I urge everyone who hasn't seen it, you know, and for some reason sitting through this podcast, but everyone should go watch it and then like, yeah, and then just listen to us gush about it. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, it's an incredibly effective movie. I think that the, 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 the writers of the film honestly understood the assignment, quote unquote, am I, am I young now? Um, but you know, I think that they got kind of the top line goal of, Hey, we need to introduce all of this stuff from these other <laughs> Spider-Man movies. And instead of making <clears throat> it gratuitous, um, they absolutely imbued a lot of purpose and context to, I mean, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and obviously the new Spider-Man films. Um, and I think it adds a lot to just the the Spider-Man in live action uh, cinema, uh, whatever history that means, whether it's pop culture or, or whatever. I mean, I think on Peacock, the, now all of Raimi Spider-Man is now the number one stream things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, in, in whatever service <laughs> the Amazing Watch Spider-Man is, it's number one. Like it's... People are watching the old movies again and probably finding some purpose in it, which I think is fantastic. And it's rare. Oh, like you, I was wrong then. I was like, I don't see this like kind of <laughs> well, like yeah, making them I mean, watch it. And the only downside you have to get Peacock. But I feel like the <laughs> I think that there is this is so rare, and maybe this is going to happen more often. We just talked about like all this other IP happening all over again, but it's so rare to kind of reflect back on something that has such a long storied cinematic history, right? And yeah. for it to happen in a way that's um, uh, you know, really effective and honestly, really, really emotional and still centered around one main character like Tom Holland's Peter Parker. I think it's super rare and I think it and, and I think it really works. And it's an entertaining movie. I think you I think that's why it's making so much money and why so many people are going and watching it because they want to share in the experience and they want to see it and they want to feel that. And, you know, a, apart from the nostalgia, it's just a really good movie. It's light on right, its feet. Yeah. It's really cinematic. There's visual stuff in this that I think is fantastic. There's oneers. We didn't even talk about the spider sense stuff. Like there's a lot of really great choices in this movie that make it just a, a, a good experience um, cinematically. And I think, uh, yeah, I think you'll really like it. I mean, you obviously watched it already yeah. at this point, but yeah. watch it again. Really good. I don't know where it is on the <laughs> ranking for me, but yeah, it's definitely up there. It's a really enjoyable watch. I think even just in terms of MCU, it's Yes, yes, exactly. Pretty guy up there. It's pretty good. All right. Well, we've come to the end of this pod. It's time for pl- pl- plugs. We are, you're listening to this on New Year's Eve. It is oh, Friday. Oh, shit. Ho, ho, ho. Wait. Yeah, it's coming out New Year's Eve. But why is it ho, ho, ho? Because there's a bunch of. Never mind. Because Santa is on his way. In my house, Santa's on the roof just waiting for that midnight. And he comes sliding out that chimney. We hear him land. Like, He's up there for two hours. He, he comes at 10. And, and sits down and watches he Dick Clark. He finishes at 12.01 a.m. <laughs> what does he do? He's watching like New Year's Rockin' Eve. Yeah, he, he's watching New... Yeah, he's watching an early. He was. He's watching. He'll be coming down your chimney yeah, tonight. Yeah, he's, he's watching last year's New Year's Eve coverage <laughs> on Christmas Eve. God, your dates are messed up. You John. said December thirty first. Oh, did I? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's why I was confused. Eve, right? Yeah, it's so late. He's Santa, late. Yeah. Santa's late. Um, right. But Andrew, what do you have to plug? Um, not much. Uh, check out uh, Director Showdown with Brett and Adam. Check out uh, the Dirty Radio if you love the pro wrestling world with uh, Jonas uh, Jonas Cordero, Juicy John. Hey, no Street. bone saw on this, right? 
Yeah, I know. Macho up. Man Randy Savage passed away. Damn, why you got to use like that? Well, like a bone saw type. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you yeah, should have got Brock Lesnar. Yeah, who's cool? I don't even know who's cool now. Chris Jericho. Who's who's hot now? I don't know. Um, yeah, um, check them out uh, for sure. Uh, and then we're about to jump on the Star Wars bandwagon again, baby, with the Book of Boba Fett. And we've been having a. Why is it Bob- called? Why is it called the Book of Boba Fett? There's a book. It's like you're on his shit list. You're like, hey, you're in well, my. That's what I don't get. Like, and in my book, that's no good. <laughs> They'll explain it, I'm sure, but I don't know. They're gonna open a book. What if at the end of the series you just see him like clothing the book and he's like, <laughs> and it was a story. Yeah, exactly. he's telling it to Baby Yoda. He, he's, saying, he's telling it to another clone of himself. Oh my he's god! Like, yeah. Send to Omega. Django the second. People are like at Barnes and it's Nobles, like, like I'm looking for Book of Boba Fett, and they're like, it's a TV show, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> Shouldn't it be out? called the TV show of Boba Fett? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, the countdown strikes back. We're gonna start to kick things back up into gear. Um, we even have a bunch of Patreon stuff uh, for the High Republic. Uh, hey, in, you know, to get ready for first eclipse. Sil- first syllable of Patreon Acolyte. is pay. So Patreon, Patreon, pay, and then get vaxxed and boosted. Yes, vaxxed and boosted. John, what do you have to plug? Oh shit! Excuse me, sorry. Um, I just yawned on the like, holidays. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> My um, plugs are boring. <clears throat> what can I say? Go and uh, go and get boosted and get vaxxed. Um, I think it makes the comfort of watching this movie a little bit better. Yeah. So you can you know that you're not going to get like super duper sick or something. Um, you know, obviously watch the movie if you want to be serious and watch the movie. You know, at your own risk. Be, please be safe. Um, listen to Revenge of the Sequel. I think we're our. Um, Season for the year is actually finishing. You can listen. Finishing to Di- up. You can listen to Die Hard with Vengeance right now because that's our yeah, that's holiday episode. Out. Yeah, and then I think we have a final episode before we take a brief hiatus. I'm gonna take that pill. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be reviewing the Matrix Resurrections. Which oh, I thought we're doing Limitless. Oh, taking yeah. that pill. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the next season. Limitless. I, I thought we're trying to get show. high tea. Um, <laughs> we so, need uh, it. <laughs> we need tea. <laughs> um, listen to that, and then I think. Um, our next season will be a um, an event season, which we cover all twenty five Bond, Bond James Bond Bond movies. Uh, we're still floating around with Indy. the title. <laughs> That's what he says. No ticket. Um, yeah, that's I, I be watched Indiana Jones instead. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, this is um. They're, they're, those are the plugs. Okay, you guys watch The Rock. <laughs> um, I watch. Uh, that, I, I, I watch that one interview. <laughs> that, that, um. Uh, bye.